Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor here, and today we are talking about how taxes on cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin work. Now, this is a hot topic because cryptocurrencies are still the Wild West, and uh, they are definitely profitable for some people with wild swings in prices, you know, People are making millions potentially, at least that's what the social media people are saying. The people are making millions on cryptocurrencies and all these things. Well, the IRS is starting to care because the IRS doesn't care how you make your money or where you make your money. They just want their taxes as a result. And so many Bitcoin and cryptocurrency investors are probably wondering right now, what will happen to their gains when it comes to taxes? You know, the reporting of gains are always required, but tracking them is not easy. And I've even heard things like, well, I use a foreign company to trade all my Bitcoin and it's all offshore. Well, once again, the IRS doesn't care. If you made a profit and you made money, the IRS wants to know about it and wants to get their taxes on it. In fact, they actually sued Coinbase to ensure that Coinbase is turning over transactions to the IRS to report any income that was earned. So the large majority of cryptocurrencies investors haven't paid taxes to the IRS. In fact, in this court case that I just talked about, only 802 people using Coinbase filed the right form in 2015 for activity related to Bitcoin. And a lot of people have said a popular tax tactic has been using 1031 exchanges. A 1031 exchange is what lets investors exchange one property type for another. For example, you might exchange your Bitcoin for Litecoin and you're avoiding taxes through the 1031 exchange because theoretically Bitcoin and Litecoin are like items. Um, but Evan Fox, a tax manager at the New York accounting firm Burden said, some people think I'm taking my Bitcoin, which the IRS has deemed to be property and swapping it for another property and doing it for investment reasons. So it sounds like it could be a 1031 exchange, but I think it's a stretch. And as we'll see, the IRS has caught on to this tactic. And with the new tax bill that Trump just passed, it closes this loophole explicitly. Suzanne Walsh, a partner at the law firm Mirtha Colina, mentioned to Fortune Magazine that in the Tax Act, Section 13303 amends the IRS Section 1031 to delete property and replace it with real property. So you can see that now I can no longer take that my position in Bitcoin to Litecoin exchange was like kind under this section, and I will have to recognize the gain when I do it. Because Bitcoin and Litecoin are not real property at least until a bunch of people sue and the courts figure it out. But as of right now, the IRS has effectively taken away any chance that cryptocurrencies can be classified as property for tax reporting purposes. Instead, they are now an investment and they are treated as such for tax reporting purposes. 1031 exchanges are now mostly restricted to real estate transactions. Um, so, Let's dive in. How do we track Bitcoin transactions for tax reporting, right? So now that Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency transactions must be reported for tax purposes, cryptocurrency investors have a new issue 
what do you do with all the cryptocurrency transactions? Because, you know, theoretically, you could have a ton of transactions if you're always trading and moving one coin for another token and yada, yada, yada. And most investors don't have detailed transaction records for one cryptocurrency that shows their gains and losses, much less all of the other ones that they are trading in. After all, it's common to use Bitcoin to trade into other currencies like Litecoin and then back again and then to another currency and then back to cash. And, uh, you know, the reason reporting is so difficult is because the other thing is, is cryptocurrency investors don't receive form 1099s, at least not yet. So if you invest at Fidelity or TD Ameritrade, right, you get your 1099 forms get sent out by your brokerages and they send a summary of gains and losses. These forms are not only sent to the clients, but they're also sent to the IRS. Well, lacking a 1099, investors have to keep track of all their transactions and their gains and losses on their own. And the IRS will certainly be doing the same thing. It has special software to keep up with it all. You know, the thing that cryptocurrency investors have to realize is that all of the cryptocurrencies leverage the blockchain. And the idea of the blockchain is that it's a public ledger. So the Bitcoin ledger just exists out on the internet and anyone can read it. So the IRS can read it. Now, it might be very difficult for them to put your um, public key to your name, but that public key exists on the ledger. And once the IRS has one public key, they can basically see all your transactions on the ledger because they'll be able to connect the dots. And so by them having access and suing Coinbase for Coinbase to turn over all that information, they have a bunch of public keys. And they can start putting all the pieces together of, you know, who's doing what on the ledger. So don't think you're exempt and don't think that the IRS isn't going to be able to find it for you. They are going to. But the other thing is, is because of this, third-party services are starting to come online to help cryptocurrency investors. One service is called Bitcoin Taxes, and the service can track uh, transactions for all cryptocurrencies. They basically, you import all your transactions, you can calculate your gains and income, uh, and then you can use that to file your tax return. Uh, Bitcoin Taxes has helped clients. They can do it in the US, Canada, UK, Australia, Germany, and a few other countries. Um, but also, a tax professional could probably help you with crypto currency tax related issues. It's important to note that long-term and short-term gains still apply to cryptocurrencies. Remember, they are now treated similar to stock investments. So for cryptocurrencies, you've held less than a year, you have short-term gains, and this means you're going to pay regular income tax on those gains. If you've held the cryptocurrency for more than a year, they're treated as long-term capital gains, which are lower rates, and they can be anywhere from 20% or 0% to 20%. Um, on your gain. So with tax reporting used to be fairly loose when it came to cryptocurrencies, that is no longer the case. Going forward, everyone will be expected to pay taxes on cryptocurrency gains, just like they do for gains on stocks. However, it's going to have to be self-reported because there are no 1099s. So just because you don't receive a 1099 from Coinbase or any other platform you're using doesn't mean you're not required to report the income. If you're going to trade crypto, it's best to find some software that can track the details of your transactions. Trying to put them together after the fact at the end of the year will be almost like a mission impossible. 
possible, especially if you do a lot of trades. Like I said, there is software available to help with the task of tracking crypto transactions. We haven't tried it, can't comment on their reliability, but of course you can always use a tax professional. We are not a tax professional and we are definitely not your tax professional. So please keep that in mind. Everything I said here is just based on my research online. I'm trying to do the best I can to put this together for you. Um, because it is a big change and investors need to know about it. All right, guys, hopefully that gave you a brief overview on how taxes on crypto works. And uh, let me know in the comments. Let me know if I'm right, if I'm wrong. Uh, I'd love to know because we do try to keep these as accurate as possible. Are you trading crypto? Did you have a big gain? Uh, I'd love to know. So let me know. You can go to thecollegeinvestor.com slash episode 52 and share your thoughts with us. All right, guys. Thank you very much. And I will talk to you next time.